you to take a side on a debate it's I can't a wait. I'm not on, sure about on the this. one hand we have the art cinema and on the other hand we have trash cinema me i'm a trash man 100 <laughs> percent. well i think i gotta say already i feel like they definitely cross paths yes regularly they, well oh they, all the time that's why i bring them both up today yeah. because this is the the marriage of the two. <laughs> right, at the intersection of trash and art. Yeah. Define your love of trash cinema. Like, like, give us a couple examples of some trash cinema that you enjoy. Okay, well, uh... <laughs> Slime City. Slime City's a good one. Uh, Society. <laughs> Society is fully on, like... It's... Anything that has Brian using, it, using his name on it is probably trash movies. Like, Reanimator. Or Corman. Roger Corman. Sometimes he he gets a little too trash for me. (laughs) (laughs) He goes straight into garbage. (laughs) If there's more... I want trash plus effort. (laughs) Trash is the art of the common man. Which, that's where I... (laughs) Being probably the lowest paid person here, that's where I place myself solidly. (laughs) What was... (laughs) On the art side, we're talking movies like Under the Skin. Yeah, I mean, that, that has like a little bit of trash in it because, you know, it's British. They always, they always work it in. Yes! Because it's British, it's a slightly trashy movie, no matter what. That is such a great argument. I was just going to say, I feel like any movie that's got at least one Hyundai's worth of tr- uh, goo in it. Like, uh, like yeah, yeah. Society, of course. But also, what was the movie where it was like a fuckload of homeless people and there was like a ton of slime everywhere? Oh, uh, Street Trash! Street Trash! Street Trash is the ultimate trash! It has trash right in the name It's built, baked right in. Yeah, that's a, a to me like when I think of a trash movie that just sets fire right in front of me like that's the perfect one. Neon Maniacs, I believe. Yeah, yeah. People are getting fucking raped in a junkyard. Just ugh, disgusting movie. What about uh, what's his name that does uh, 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 Waters? John Waters. Oh, oh yeah, super somebody trash. ate poop in actual poop, <laughs> dog poop, and she didn't. And so it's worse. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's not. Are you shitting me? Have uh, you ever smelled Brody's shit? Are you dog shitting him? I would I would rather eat a dog shit than a human shit. Wow. Well I guess we just stumbled onto a different debate altogether. Which kind of shit would you rather eat? Would you rather eat Steven's gourmet shit that he was giving us that question that once upon a time? Or just regular human shit? Or dog shit? <laughs> Why are we talking about this? To me, if you're eating human shit, it has kind of a kind of a sexual or you know bent to it. It's like don't want any of that. <laughs> I mean, maybe, or maybe you just tripped and fell into a sewer. That's not exactly eating, now, is it? I mean, maybe you maybe you accidentally. I mean, it's like I... whenever you get in the ocean and you end up swallowing some uh, you know salt water. I'm talking about plate of shit. Which one are you gonna eat? <laughs> I just would like. Well, I'm to not say eating a whole plate of shit. That I, can I tell don't. You that right this now. is debate number two. I don't like any of. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> God damn it, Dr. Debate number two. <laughs> <laughs> Completely accidental. I like this. The best kind works perfectly. All right, so let's get back to the original question. The actual question <laughs> at hand, not which kind of shit would you like to eat. It's kind of the same thing, honestly, though. But <laughs> yeah. In a way, 
<laughs> to... Your question is, what do we prefer, trash or art? Yeah, pick a side to back. Make a valid argument. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Alright, first of all, before I make an argument for one or the other, I would just like to go on record as saying I feel like almost always they're one and the same. Like, to me. <laughs> like, a movie that's pushing boundaries is pushing boundaries, whether or not it's, like, in a trashy way or in a I'm gonna go see it at a museum way. It's Either way, to me, it's just, like, making a movie that nobody would pay $10 at Regal Cinema to see. I would like to point out, though, you also have the advantage of this question of being an actual visual artist. A little bit. Well, because I've seen a lot of these, like, hardcore, like, art films, where it's, like, literally the only place it's shown is inside of a museum. Like, and you just wander in, and it's just already playing. And some of them are just so unbelievably not a movie that it's like, why is this even on video? (laughs) That's... That's kind of why my answer is definitely on the side of trash. There are some movies that I think fall into art in one category or another that I like really enjoy. But for those few that I do enjoy, the rest of them are just fucking pretentious pieces of shit that are literally nothing. <laughs> and you watch them, you're just like, wow, this showed me literally nothing at all. And then someone else comes along and is like, how'd you not understand that metaphor? Why didn't you get that? I'm like... Sorry, I'm going to go home and watch Wolf Cop now. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes it's not a matter of understanding it. It's like, I get this. I don't want this. (laughs) I get it, but it's so up its own ass. I just don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely, if if I'm picking a side, I'm definitely on the side of trash movies. Definitely. Like, 100%. One, it's so much more honest whenever it's like, the budget is nothing, and it's not for, like art reasons it's like you you're just trying to make a movie like to me that is ultimately just better in every possible way obviously a lot of the time you wind up with it's kind of like too shitty to like really give a fuck about but like i would make that sacrifice every time so if we're i'm gonna go fully on the side of trash movies so i'm gonna talk about this when it comes to horror specifically because i know we're not doing horror movies today but this is kind of like i mean we pretty much are one of them definitely yeah yeah yeah, that's true that's what i think about when i think about this question is like when i think about an artistic horror movie i guess i would maybe think about like the babadook a little bit you know it's supposed to have this meaning behind it it's it's not really supposed to give you that like visceral it definitely has a more of a it does have subtext right right (laughs) and i like that type of movie don't get me wrong but movies are just so subjective that I have to go with the type of movie that I have more fun with more of the time. And I guess if I had to choose between that and like the 1980 blob movie where I get to watch some guys fucking like body dissolve, (laughs) (laughs) then I'm going to go with that, you know, just because I have much more fun watching that. I can't sit around with you guys and watch the Babadook and like fucking like cheer, <laughs> you know, and be like, "Oh, that was awesome." I mean, it is awesome. I really liked it. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I did too. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying like we can sit around and watch the Blob and have a lot more fun with that, with watching the fucking giant glob of strawberry jam like roll down the fucking street. I mean, well, yeah. I, I'm willing to watch like a, a an artistic film, but I want to I want somebody to vet it first. <laughs> yes, it's like, hey, this is pretty good. I'm 100 percent with X you on happens. That. <laughs> and you wouldn't believe it. I also believe the rewatch value is a lot lower on an artistic film than it is on a 
uh, trash film. I don't know if I agree with that, because there's definitely, like, the whole point a lot of the time with an artistic film is that they're just, like, it's just hidden meaning and just tons and tons and tons of subtext. It's, like, without re-watching it, you, there's probably a fuckload you're going to miss. And I, I get that you don't want to watch it again. Like, <laughs> right, right. That, that's the part of the re- rewatch value that you're talking about. It's like, well, I'm, I'll watch fucking Blob every day. Just fucking turn it on right now and watch it go in the background. Or The Fly, you know? Uh, also, or just the, any of the movies very, that start with a the. That's very artistic, though. It's got a lot, it's got lots of stuff in it. You can dig in if you really mm-hmm. want to. It's a nice blend. It is a nice blend. And most of them are. It's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> I almost kind of like the which kind of shit would you rather eat question. <laughs> All right, Stephen. I know you got an opinion. Dog shit or human shit? Which which are you gobbling down? Like I have to. There's no. You yeah, have to. obviously, obviously, you, you have to. to Everybody head. would pick neither, except for Precious or whatever her name was. You know, I think you would get a lot less chance of getting some kind of dis- human disease by eating dog shit. So I guess I got to go with dog shit. All right, two to three. All right, two to <laughs> two to one. <laughs> Cheats abstains. Yeah. So I, I'm dog shit takes the day. You can't abstain. <laughs> you can't abstain. Like we have fucking discussed this. You always try to cop out and be like, "Well, I just don't want to watch either movie." It's like you have to fucking pick one. Just pick one, you piece of shit. You piece of dog shit. <laughs> I scoop enough cat shit already. Well, we didn't talk again. about cat shit. We're not even on. We're that. not talking about cat shit. We're talking about dog shit or human shit. I'm eating that bullet. Just pick one. The gun, the gun is to no. no. Just the pick gun one. is to my head. Fucking end it. See, you're just ruining fun, cheats. Okay. Okay. How about this? As long as I, as my part, part of the debate wins, I'm happy. Some somebody's going to inhabit your mind and force you to eat one of those kinds of shit. They're giving you the choice as a courtesy, but they're not. They don't have to do that. But if you don't pick, you have to eat both kinds of shit. <laughs> Fucking why? He will not choose. He won't do it. He right, well, I guess. Human. Yes. Up top, cheats. Woo! I'm not high fiving shit. You. I am not high fiving. I guess it's two that. to two. All you, all you did was drive this into a stalemate. <laughs> I could go ask Brandy. <laughs> hey, Brandy, what kind of shit would you rather eat? You should text her now and use it as feedback at the end of the show. All right. The problem is that if you, if you pulled the rest of your home, you would get. 90% I would eat cat shit because it's just your dogs all just volunteering instantly. But oh, like no. I would literally right now eat cat shit. That that's incorrect. They eat each other's shit all the time. So Yeah, but their preferred kind of shit though. Just saying. They would literally <laughs> knock down the garage door to get to that cat. Cheats, you're being a real party pooper scooper. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let's get started. <laughs> uh, welcome to Motion Picture Meltdown. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Phil the Kill Collins. Cheats the Streets McGee. And Dehart. And Dehart picked some Weird movies for us to watch to, for this week. <laughs> yes, I, I threatened it before, and uh, I brought uh, Alejandro Gildorowski to the show with uh, two out of three of his most well-known movies, El Topo and Santa Sangre. And we get a little sprinkle of the brother Argento in there. Yeah, Claudio uh, is uh, the producer on Santa Sangre. We should actually probably start with that since it's a much more linear movie. Yeah, for sure. It'd be easier to get rolling, I think, yeah. What I want to know is, before we even get started, which one of these movies closer represents, like, his catalog, or do does anybody know? Like, because 
I would start getting more into the, like, I would be like, oh, man, I'm going to check out the rest of his movies. Because, like, nothing I saw, well, besides a very familiar plot from Santa Sangre, nothing I saw on these two movies I had really seen before. Like, it was just a nonstop parade of just, well, I've not seen that before. I've never seen anybody take a tiny little lizard and put him on a tiny little raft and float him around in a fucking <laughs> desert pool. I feel like D-Hart can answer this answer better, but I would just like to interject that if I had to say, I would probably sell, say El Topo. Just for reference, I have not watched any of his other stuff, but I just read some shit about this guy, and like El Topo definitely seems like his wheelhouse, especially considering he was one of the people that was supposed to possibly direct Dune at one point, and he would not adhere to the subject material at all, and everything he wanted to do with the movie was strictly the stuff that he would take LSD and then trip about. Not only that, but I think in his other movies, I had read that he he did this in El Topo also, but he had given several of his actors uh, hallucinogenic and like oh, handed okay. them or dosed them. No, handed like well, forced them to take them. Like he told him told him they had to take him to to be in the movie. Okay, that had to be Holy Mountain, which would be the one. Yes, I would it suggest. is, but also in El Topo. The other ones, his uh, later movies, are all pretty much fairly straightforward. Although you know, like flourish. They have flourishes, but they're not quite, like, surrealistic as these. And they're mostly just, like, fairly straight drama. Yeah. I would think, it just seems like it would be very difficult to get that many El Topos made. Just because of just the sheer, you know, unavailability of it as far as, like, people are just aren't going to watch it. Like, it's just intense and, like, crazy. And it's just, like, well, this was actually very. Uh, El Topo was very popular as a midnight movie for probably like ten years. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, I think it and the Racerhead were uh, big on those circuits. Pop, <laughs> well, right? But like popular amongst those circuits is still extremely unpopular amongst the general population. Is all I'm saying. Like, to make mo more movies, you need money, and to have that money, you have to be able to sell that movie to more than fifty out of a you know twenty thousand people. Or you can just have one of the Beatles fund it. That's true. Hey, which is, a, yeah, exactly totally what, works. Uh, what he did. Alright, so shall we get started with... So yeah, we're starting with Santa Sangre. Rated NC-17, apparently. From 1989. Is that worse than rated R, I assume? Yeah, it is. Yes. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, probably, it's, it's got dicks in it. <laughs> NC-17 <laughs> just says, it has dicks in it. Except for, like, uh, you know. I think it's the, like break between r and like x where you have to be 18 to get to the movie like because r you can go see an r movie at 17 but i don't I, nc 17 i think it's like i think you have to be 18 to see it i couldn't tell you what the see, that's, that's just a weird way to to, to number it well, well I, you know, I, here's what it is is you can get into an r with a with parental supervision i think if you're mm. somewhere in there but so Seven, you literally have NC to be... NC-17, you have to be at least 17. No matter who's with you or whatever. That makes more sense. I was correct. NC-17 means no children 17 and under admitted. Okay. So you must be 18 to see it. Huh. Well, okay. So anyhow, yeah, I mean, I agree with that, I guess. This is a pretty weird movie. I don't know if I would show this to a child. <laughs> I, don't, I probably would It would probably wouldn't. be a bad idea. Yeah. A little fun. I mean, for the obvious reason of the very subject matter of the movie, it's like, kids see something super fucked up. <laughs> yes. Uh... So uh, we'll we'll skip the very the very beginning where we just meet our main character in present day, because yeah, nothing we don't happens really, there. Yeah, that's he's, meaningless. He's a bird man, <laughs> and he golems a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. 
Well, you know. That was full golem, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> he, go, he goes full golem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you never go full golem. <laughs> you should never. Yeah, I mean, and the doctor, played by apparently Chevy Chase, is like begging him not to go full golem. It's like, eat the regular food. Apparently Chevy Chase. <laughs> I mean, just look at the dude. It's just present day Chevy Chase. I mean, it wouldn't have been 1989 you know, Chevy Chase, but anyhow. So let's see him as a kid. I believe it's pronounced Chavez Chase. Chavez Chase, yes. <laughs> this is a uh, one crazy day at the, the circus thing where... Uh, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I think it's probably a pretty regular day at this circus. Uh, let's see. What is this guy's... I want to see the kid's name. Uh, Phoenix. That's yeah. it. I'm trying to remember some of the stuff that he does. First, I, I know there's a parade. His uh, mom's cult church <laughs> is going to be torn down. Yeah. So, Santa Sangre is the name of the church, or the patron saint that they're all, like, talking about. Saint Blood, basically. Yeah. Holy Blood, whatever. Saint Blood. Because they keep, like, they say <laughs> Holy Blood, like, a thousand times while the church is, like, being threatened to be knocked down. Apparently, somebody was dismembered and raped in this specific spot dismembered by that i mean their arms are chopped off yes she and was their, their logo is a two, two arms severed arms made crossed in a in a diamond shape kind of right yeah that's some straight game of thrones sigil shit right there it's fucking, fucking cool fucking a it is and it's badass <laughs> like i want a fucking hoodie with that on it for real that's tight you could probably find that i could find it or i could just have steven make it for me <laughs> I, I, although I feel like you'd get some serious... Yeah, it, it, might, it may not make it through the production floor. The embroiderer machine is like, I don't know if I'm cool with this. On the spot where the body laid, they built this church. And I guess they just did that fully illegally. Like, they're just like, we're building this church. And it's like, well, but you can't just build a church here. And so they come to knock it down. And, yeah, I'm uh, assuming that the, the guys on the bulldozer have some kind of legitimate claim to the actual building. Well, just to the land where it's built. Yeah. That's what I'm so I, that's what I think she was like just was murdered there and they just built the shrine around it like where it was yeah because it basically was, was just, just like public property probably yeah I mean they knock it over pretty I easily mean, the, the walls were all like the corrugated uh, metal yeah. exactly so they knock it down she's bummed about it but she grabbed her armless mannequin and just headed back to the circus tent and uh turns out her I guess this is her husband her, her circus husband, husband Orgo. yeah I feel like a circus husband almost isn't an actual husband. Because I'm like, guaranteeing you they weren't actually, like, legally married. I, I feel like uh, this character is how he sees Americans. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this guy... He looks American-ish. <laughs> yeah, I think he might be. He has a very, like, white guy name. Guy Stockwell. <laughs> wow. That That's, like... That's almost not a person name. Guy Dudesworth. <laughs> <laughs> So, he plays Orgo, which doesn't fit his face, but whatever. I mean, they make him up real hard. It's It, it plays just fine. Well, he is playing quite the ladies' man here. Mm-hmm. With uh, the newest additions to the circus, the uh, tattooed lady, who has a hell of a show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, her daughter, who is uh, <laughs> being a, basically abused into being a tightrope walker. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a deaf mute, but also, apparently she walks across fire. That's on a tightrope. She, she she's didn't... a tightrope tightrope actress, and she's also a mime. And that's, that's what the of... white face paint is for. Yeah, she's got a pretty good resume, honestly. Yeah, she's crushing it for a little kid. <laughs> I mean, hell, Phoenix at this point's like what twelve or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's a boy magician. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a fucking magician, and his father is a knife throwing hypnotist. Like, 
This this sounds like the fucking X Men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just the Flying Graysons, Batman style could be that too. <laughs> One day, or well, actually, apparently all the all the, t- all the time, uh, she's just constantly catching him trying to fuck this tattooed lady. I, I think she just. This joined. is all the same day. This yeah. is bananas. This, this is goes down one quick. fucking crazy day. <laughs> it's like he he is putting the moves on this lady hard, and she is. Down with it. Yes. She's fully down to clown in this. No, no pun intended since they're in a circus. I mean, she's <laughs> she's miming some like blowjob stuff on she, the knife. That, she's like, down to mime. <laughs> lands next to her head. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. sucking on that little knife. But uh, wife shows up. She's real angry. <laughs> well, doy. Drags him away. Angry fucks him. Everybody in the circus can fucking hear him. <laughs> well, yeah. And Meanwhile, Phoenix is literally watching them. Fuck. Yeah. Up she, until like the... the Elephant is dying, which I think I said like on episode very early hundreds that I thought that the elephant bled out of his dick because no. I got distracted while somebody was. <laughs> there were people around first time I watched this. And I got distracted. And I saw elephant. I saw the elephant dying, and then you saw this then, bleeding trunk, which could very easily have been an elephant. I thought dick. it was an elephant. If dick. it was a full grown elephant, that would have been its dick. If, well, I didn't see the like. There's like one scene before it where you see like blood dripping off the trunk. Yeah. And I missed that. Right. I mean, some of these cuts are pretty fast. Some of them are super not fast. It's like, well, I guess we're just going to watch this elephant for the next ten minutes. But Which, by the way, both these movies, just over two hours long. And, um, I mean, it's tough for me to say that they shouldn't. Like, is it... I don't know if I could cut any of this. So I guess there was probably more, and they just <laughs> cut it down to two hours. <laughs> I would, I would hate say to he see the probably, director's edition. I would say he was probably on a leash for this one, at least. Okay. So, um, the elephant, I assume, dies. I don't know if they actually literally show no. it die. Well, it just lays there and they this, just say it kind of. I don't die. think that this elephant in the movie literally dies. Mm. But we do see the the elephant funeral. Elephant where, funeral. <laughs> where it's the second parade, but this one's a funeral march to the dump. A sad <laughs> parade? Where they, they just, just dump fucking, it over. They just huck it into the, the dump. If people rejoice, I guess they're going to eat the fucking elephant. Because they they scurry down there in a fucking I hurry. Don't, I don't know what this I mean, elephant... if there's if there's poor people around that are so happy, what? Why would, why would they waste a perfectly good dead elephant? What do you They don't. They fucking <laughs> eat it. That's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't you? Well, it, it's like they got together and it's like, alright guys, we have to address the elephant in the room... <laughs> I'm fucking starving. No, this is Let's a... go down there and get it. Get... They have to dress the elephant in the room. The fuck out of here. They have to address the elephant yes. in the dump. Cheats, don't act like you wouldn't eat elephant after telling me you'd eat human shit. <laughs> of course. We, we fucking prolonged torture to, to Cheats to make him admit he would eat human shit. Although he literally said he would rather die. If it was up to him. <laughs> Put the gun in my mouth, pull the trigger. <laughs> I'm afraid I would eat both kinds of shit first before I get shot in the face. But anyhow, not to be, you know, outdone by fucking in front of their son. They're like, guess what we're going to do now? Murder in front of our son. <laughs> well, this is, the, this is the night of the circus. Right. It's like the show has begun. Everybody's doing their stuff. She's wheeled up or wrenched up or hoisted up. Yes, That's the, the word I'm the looking mom. for. The mom, yes. Concha. Yeah. He, has, he has like a. Uh, is this a trapeze act? 
She's, no, she's the, not on a trapeze. She's literally just being ro- like brought up into the air to do like small amount of gymnastics, whatever you can do when you're being lifted by your I, hair. The, do they call it sky dancing? I don't. <laughs> I don't know what it's actually supposed to be. All I can say is like the multiple synopsises that I read for this movie all just said she was a, a, like a, a high flying acrobat. That's it. I mean, yeah, she's she is high. She's doing like movements. Yeah. This is definitely a daredevil-y kind of thing to do, regardless. But while she's up there, she can see the lay of the land, and that includes her husband getting laid of the land. <laughs> He's obviously about to fuck the, the tattoo girl. Like, right now! <laughs> like, he was like, guess what? She's on stage. Let's go fuck. She can't stop us. She's on stage. And so, of course, she's like, no. Lower me down. I gotta go throw some acid on somebody's dick. And vagina. Oh, yeah, that too. Well, just really all over like both splash, of them. You know? Yeah, I think she was way less uh, annihilated. Than... <laughs> yeah. I mean, she goes on to continue to be a prostitute. I yeah, don't think. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any way she could do that if she had a melted vagina. As long as it wasn't melted shut. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I never thought we would return back to just a, sh- a vagina being melted shut, but okay. And we've done that before? Well, I mean, under the skin is the vagina that was inaccessible. Oh, okay. okay, so oh. she's lowered down. She runs off and catches them fucking. She has her attack, so uh, it's yeah. Argo's turn to return the favor. Yep. Which yeah. he pulls out double knives, one swoop, double de- de-armitation. <laughs> de-armitation. Yes. Yes, both arms off in one fail swoop. Turns her into Santa Sangre, basically. Your arm is off. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. It's like, what are the chances that she would both start a armless saint church and also, or cult, I guess, probably, and then also just get both her arms chopped off? I guess that's just poetic justice from the part of Orgo. What kind of fucking rocket-propelled arms does this dude have where he can just cut both of her arms off in one pull of the knives i mean he does throw those knives all the time if if anybody could do it with those knives it's him yeah the only thing we missed like in this crazy day was uh (laughs) we missed stuff well yeah he uh his son was crying at the elephant death oh he tattoos his ass he gives him a full fucking chest tattoo in like an hour (laughs) yeah like it looked very unsanitary no he uses fucking (laughs) knives to do it (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, he uses the knives for everything. Exactly. He literally fucks with those knives. He does everything with those knives. I mean, he's the knife guy. He's Guy Stockwell. Is that what it is? Guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't. I'm going to tattoo you with this knife now. Disregard the hooker spit that's on the other end of it. I think he disinfects it like he dips it in something. But it's like, Probably oh no, that I don't think it even was, because I think that was just the ink he was using. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely yeah. an infected yeah, yeah. chest wound, for sure. His light, his last ever na- knife act is to slit his own throat in front of the circus. Yeah, <laughs> and just fully melted dick just out, and he's just. <laughs> and everybody was just like, "Huh?" Like it's like the, this happens all the time. Those homeless people did not give a fuck. Fuck no, they were like, "Can we eat this dude?" <laughs> <laughs> Put him in the dump. <laughs> if he's in the dump, we can eat him. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mind you, as we said before, this is the much more straightforward of these two movies. So yeah. just strap the fuck in. 
so the you know the love of his young life, his first ever kiss. The, she's gone with yeah, the well, tattooed lady. The tattooed lady comes out. She sees the carnage. She's like, "Fuck! I gotta get the hell out of here." Well, plus she's. I'm gonna attacked. get blamed for this. <laughs> well, I mean, but there's like bodies everywhere. Yeah, so she knows when to leave. <laughs> yeah, she scoops up her mime child and then they just piece the fuck out. Yeah, he's trapped in the fucking trailer thing. It's like, why can't he get he, out of that? He, I don't he's know. He's locked in. Why? I guess he could. Well, he was locked in as punishment. <laughs> For what? Getting a sweet eagle tattoo on his chest? He oh. was at the fucking Well, no, his mom circus. locked him in. Oh, right before going to murder yes. her, his dad. Well, that makes sense. It's not as punishment. It's just like, so you don't interfere with this murder I'm about to commit. Well, it is kind of a punishment. It's like, hey, I'm going to do it. I know you're going to be standing in that window. That's clearly... <laughs> it's a full view of all the murder that's about to go he, down. Both of his parents are just wildly abusive. Well, yeah, Which to is, everybody. There's a lot of stuff in this that's... Uh, very autobiographical. Well, his, yeah, it's, it's clear that it is, or at least to me, it's like you according know, to his Wikipedia, he was the product of rape. Jesus. Uh, even though his mar- his parents stayed married. <laughs> well, and uh, let's see. Uh, everyone hated his dad, and his mom also hated him for you know being a product of his dad. <laughs> and then he went and joined the circus. <laughs> So I guess it's just I guess it's just a straight up miracle that he's making these movies rather than being a straight serial killer. Because <laughs> Well, you gotta get it out somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and it's clear in both of these movies, especially this one, like you said, it's very autobiographical. It's like whoever's writing or directing or whatevering these movies knows fucking trauma like by heart. Oh, and for has sure. experienced a fuckload of it. It's like perfectly conveying, it's like Oh, yeah? You want to see some fucked up shit? This is just all the shit that happened that day. Who even knows, like, before? He got a tattoo, had to watch an elephant die, had to watch his parents fuck and then murder each other in the same fucking day? (laughs) God damn! A knife tattoo, by the way. Yeah, yeah. This is, like, more brutal than how the fucking Polynesian people do tattoos. You know, strikes and gutters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like sometimes a bear eats you and sometimes you eat the bear. Or sometimes... All the craziest shit that could possibly happen happens all on the same day. Fast forward to modern day. He is a golemming around. Uh, he goes out on a town with uh, the other with the yes. <laughs> okay, so I guess this is like the the guy who's running this uh, mental institution. Most of the people here, Chevy Chase, they're not like crazy. Yeah, they, they have just, like mental disabilities. Right, exactly. You see lots of uh, people with Down syndrome. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of times that's how it goes. Like they just they just pile everybody that's not like having a certain level of intelligence and like independence. They just throw them all together in the same room, or whatever. Okay, so he takes five of these guys and he's like, I guess, hey, we all need a little break. I'm gonna leave you here at the movies with Robin Car- Robinson Crusoe, <laughs> and then he takes off before they get in the theater, <laughs> and he's like, hey. Suddenly, this pimp shows up. And is like, hey, these guys got money on their hands. <laughs> Here, do like a little bump of cocaine each. Follow me. <laughs> this is gonna be way better than the movies. Four out of five. Uh, he gets sent with the largest prostitute I've ever seen. <laughs> huh? Pimping is easy. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out sometimes. I mean, if you know your audience. <laughs> All right, everybody take a bump of Coke and a giant hooker. Oh, I did the math, and uh, she's fucking those kids for like $1.25 each. That's her cut. 
Yeah, but D-Heart, McDoubles are only a dollar each. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were Actually, way cheaper that, yeah, they than that. Oh, that's true. Dude, it's super cheap. That would have been, like, I guess, a decent 49 cents McDonald's probably, at most. <laughs> I don't it's like, I can eat a McDonald's four or five times for the amount I just fucked this child for. Or whatever it was. <laughs> oh god, I can't wait to just keep that clip in my fucking computer memory forever. I can't wait till you never do, because it would take effort. And it's like, you already don't want to edit the podcast. <laughs> but it is going to be on the show, though, so I guess fuck it. Meanwhile, fuck Phoenix you. sees the tattooed lady. Well, at this point, he's uh, Simon Phoenix. <laughs> He does like a little snooping, and uh, you know, next day when he sh- uh, when they get when everybody gets up, he's ready to talk again. It's like he's ready to do a lot of things. In fact, his mom. Most of those things are murder. <laughs> <laughs> You're spoiling things. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So his mom calls to him from outside. So he climbs up the tree that he's been nesting in for the last dozen years or so something like that and he pops out the window and he joins his mother nesting by the way <laughs> yeah yeah he was a bird man <laughs> i mean his name is phoenix yeah yeah again the fact of the fact is him just being a bird man that's like good like he's doing great to just be a bird man like <laughs> the crazy shit he could be doing and obviously you will be doing later on in the movie i guess so at this point, does he become Dark Phoenix whenever he starts committing all these murders? Uh, I think he's only Dark Phoenix part of the time. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure... <laughs> Don't bring up that shitty storyline in this podcast, Philip. You also... just hate the whole storyline? Like, all of it? Yeah. <laughs> or just the fucking movie? No, the storyline is trash. But anyway. It was a dark time for comedy. It was. But, uh... <laughs> is it Simon Phoenix, or is it just Sad Man Phoenix? Because I'm pretty sure that's Sad what Man Phoenix! Sad Man <laughs> Phoenix! <laughs> Just like, just a really bad translation. Sadman Phoenix. Works for me. Because dude is fucking depressed. Yeah, so he starts up an act with his mom. Where uh, she does like... I don't know how to describe this act. But she's doing like a biblical based thing. Where he's doing... He's miming her arms. Because, you know, they are gone. They got chopped off, yeah. And it's like, you know. <laughs> I mean, was there... it? They Spoilers, just for future reference, but it's like... Did anybody have any doubt that her, his mom was just a figment of his imagination? Because they play it he like... He has it was, a dummy. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like... After, like, to a point... When they, they're showing, like, the flashbacks, you see the dummy all the time. Yeah, so I'm I know. assuming the act was, hey, this is like this weird, like cabaret thing with it's like a yeah it's like a marionette mixed with the fucking like ventriloquist dummy mixed with like some kind of it is very weird yeah it's super weird even if you were to think oh this act is actually happening it's still fucking weird yeah it would be i think being a dumber being a dummy doesn't make it any less weird (laughs) yeah i mean it's about the same i'd say 50 50 so this act this place that this theater is just taking in anything (laughs) Well, yeah. So, I mean, one of the acts is just like a a strip show where uh, it's like a—I can't remember what her name was—the Virgin. Yeah. And some guy is singing about how great she is in the (laughs) in like what's supposed to be a painting. That's weird too. (laughs) The circus. I'm so glad I've never been to the circus because I feel like I would just be one of these people. 
Like, I would be doing something crazy. Like, I feel like it would have ruined my life if I, like, the circus from movies, if if, if movies are to believe, be believed, the circus is just a, a freak show of horrors where I would just be, my life would be ruined after I went. Besides all the elephant torture. Oh, the animal torture? Yeah. I don't feel like I've ever seen a friendly circus in any movie. No, it's never happened. Well, I'm sure they're friendly to themselves. And well, I mean, you know, like, the insiders. Because, you know... <laughs> Let me just tell you something about professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going, it's not off topic because there's definitely no, some wrestling in this it's movie. It's the same con. It's like these things had a similar, like I think, the same origin. It's just traveling from place to place with a gimmick show. Yeah. You know, and uh, <laughs> it's like everybody on the inside, you're cool. You got to be cool because you're around them. Everybody on the outside can go the fuck themselves. Yeah. Just pay a ticket and then fuck off. That's it. That's the whole exchange. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fine. It's just... <laughs> everything about it is just like a terrifying mindfuck to me. It's like, I don't want to see any of this. Yes. I in mean, real I, life. I, I, think, I think the circus is probably considerably weirder, although I can tell you some bad things. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Not that's sure. just kind of how it is. <laughs> Not sure I, I like you uh, teasing us with dark information there. <laughs> D-Hart's Dark Materials. <laughs> new podcast coming to Unite Cypher this fall. Yeah, so we we get introduced to like, the weird act where he's like being his mother's arms. And then she kind of exists in the movie from this point forward. As being, if she is on the screen... She is forcing him to be her arms, and she just berates him constantly. Yeah. And as... Pretty much exactly the plot of Psycho. Yes. And as, as Philip said, I mean, I feel like there's not any sort of spoiler saying that there's no way that, that she was actually alive whenever it introduce her, introduces well, her. Well, I mean... What I want to know is, were, was anybody watching this ever under the impression that she was really alive? It's like, she's clearly not really alive. First of all, she looks exactly the same age as she did whenever he was mini Phoenix. And it's like, <laughs> he's clearly much older, and she's exactly the same. It's like, she's fucking in his imagination with no arms. Oh, maybe she just works out. Never skips leg day. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, D-Heart. Oh. God fucking damn it. So, uh, meanwhile, like, the first... The first murder takes place, which is uh, uh, three, I think they're cops, or federales, I think they would be in Mexico. They go to see the tattooed lady. The uh, giant one, I guess he's getting a special deal, where it's like, hey, my daughter's asleep in the next room. You can do whatever you want to her. She can't speak. <laughs> so, uh, so fucked up. Yeah. She manages to escape. Tattooed lady is not so lucky because, like, later that night, while she, well, uh, well, uh, what is her name? The mime. Alma. While she's sleeping on top of a semi. Optimus Prime. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> uh, somebody bursts in and throws knives all through her. <laughs> yeah, she gets stabbed a lot of times. It's like, I wonder who it could be. Like, let's put it in shadow as though it's some kind of mystery. It could have been the ghost of Orgo. Yeah. <laughs> Why would Orgo... 
It's like, what what vendetta does he have against you? You had not have tempted me into that. Yeah, tempted. With your tremendous act. <laughs> her act consists mostly of bending over and shaking her tattoos about. <laughs> her, her act was a breast of fresh ass. <laughs> To uh, borrow a phrase from Wild Wild West. Yeah, we don't quote that movie enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty much the only good thing about that whole movie. It's just him not being able to say a breath of fresh air. Oh, I thought you were talking about the uh, very slight hint of butt. <laughs> yeah, that too. I just feel like that is just a movie on Cheats' radar for us to podcast. Wild Wild West? Ooh. Let me write it down. <laughs> I don't... What a great Cheats impression. I don't... I'm not sure about that one, because I don't even like that movie. Yeah, but that's kind of almost perfect. Even more perfect. <laughs> did we do Jonah Hex? We did, didn't yes. we? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, that'd be a good one to pair with it. Or maybe like Shanghai Noon. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Just skip over. Wasn't there one before Shanghai Noon? No, that's Shanghai the first Nights. One. Shanghai Nights is the first one. Or well, wait. is that one in like England? I don't know. If Shanghai Nights is in England. Okay. Wow, it's so inconsequential which one of those comes first. I honestly couldn't tell you which one it is. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so okay, anyhow, so uh, Deets. We find she out. Hurts. We find that uh, out that uh, Phoenix is a murderer fairly quickly because I think it's like the second murder in a movie, where uh, the girl that wanted to be part of his act, it's like, hey, you know what? Come back tonight. <laughs> I'm sure nothing bad will happen. <laughs> I think he just wants to fuck her at this point. Yeah. No, totally. That's when mom shows up. And it's like, you need to throw knives into her. Because <laughs> he throws like three knives at her before she comes onto the scene and it's like, kill her with those knives. I mean, if he was going to just throw knives at her, he could have just thrown the knife. He was getting ready to throw the sexiest knife. <laughs> yeah, the very sexiest one. The one right centimeters away from chopping off labias. The thing that I don't get about this scene is that, does he like hypnotize her? Yes. Yes. Okay, because... I guess he learned it as a child. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's very multi-talented. He must have... Well, he could have learned it as a child, or he could have learned it when he was in cryosleep, getting all those murder programs downloaded into his brain. <laughs> he uh, he inherited the same mutant powers from his father. That sounds good. I mean, he is a crazy good knife thrower. And knitting. Yeah, he also does mad knitting. Of socks? <laughs> and from so, this point forward, it's just so many murders. Yeah, just a murder after murder. Yeah. Yeah. Painting the bodies white when he buries them. It pretty much just becomes a slasher after this. Like, pretty cut, yeah. and, cut and dry, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much, it it's very much, it's just, this is all, a, like, a manifestation of, like, the breakdown of, of his sanity from just his abusive-ass childhood, losing the one person that he actually had any sort of feelings for, Alma. But she does come back. She She's the... Yeah, ultimately. she's looking for him yeah, after throughout After he's already done like a million yeah. murders. <laughs> she's ultimately the, the one that, that She has no him. way of knowing that. <laughs> no, I just mean like, well, it's a good thing you showed up now. Because, yeah, yeah. obviously, <laughs> like if she had been the first she person... She probably does save his life. Oh, totally. Because <laughs> if it wasn't yeah. for her, he would have never been like, no, mommy, armless, I'm not doing it. Armless? Free. He would have never been free. Yeah. Not also, that it matters, because he's going straight at, to jail. At the end, when all the cops are around, he would not have. He probably would not have given up easily. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that's genuinely surprising to me about the actual setup with like his mom not being real and all this stuff was actually just how many people he actually killed. Because he, he like even if it was just a case of like the 
like three women he kills actually on screen in this movie. The fact that it then shows him standing next to like a plot of land with like twenty open like holes. Yeah, that's around. at the very end where things are really coming down on him hard. But uh, there's three, there's like two things that I want to mention. Yeah. One is his uh, interaction with the uh, female wrestler. Yes, I was gonna say if you if you don't, which I I swear it's actually a man, has to be. Well, yeah, fucking has to be. It's although it's credited as a woman, like. Well, I mean, it might be a trans man, I, like. I, I guess that's which would make sense yeah, why they would. Credit that is her. possible, but it's, this is the only credit for the person. Yeah. Either way. It's a very funny gross, scene. <laughs> mad bows like whips his fucking ass. <laughs> And it's like, if it wasn't for the fact that she just, like, turns her back on him, like, it's just like, I already whipped your ass. Never like, turn your back on a knife thrower. Or just like, yeah, a guy with just a fuckload of knives and swords and just whatever the fuck else. He swords her. Yeah. How many, yeah, I mean, like. I would like to point out on Wikipedia and related to the scene, it says he kills her with a Japanese katana sword. And I read that and then my brain hemorrhaged a little bit. Yeah, that's a Japanese sword sword. And also... It's not. <laughs> and his ultimate undoing is the sitcom trope of two dates at the same place at the same night. I know, he double books! I fucking loved it! Because Also, can we point out how Wikipedia just tried to teach Cheats a lesson? What, by calling it, what, a Japanese katana sword? Th that's why you're not supposed to read Wikipedia, Cheats. Just stop using Wikipedia. <laughs> That'll never happen. No, the, here's the thing. It's like, Wikipedia is, it, at the very least... 95% accurate, it's the pages that no one gives a shit about, like <laughs> Santa Sangre, that you find errors on. Like, mad errors. Because there's like... maybe, like, a hundred people a year that come to this page. <laughs> that's, a, that's a, yeah, that's, I mean, that's generous. That's fair. If it, you know, if this was a newer movie, I'm sure it would be completely different, but it's like, this movie was made way before the internet. The woman he makes the first date with is a uh, pharmacist who is giving him some very poisonous things. <laughs> Because this whole, of it. this whole time, he's working on a formula to, to cure make himself, himself. invisible. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, cure himself of existing, basically. Because they're, one of the things she gives him is fucking mercury. Yeah. Well, back then, mercury <laughs> was good for you. If you don't want a mercury, take some mercury. <laughs> Every time he's using this mercury is progressive brain damage. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want a mercury, get the fuck out of here, Steven. <laughs> Also, yeah. Mercury, they're pretty sure causes MS. <laughs> yeah. Just for all you people out there, Dehart's saying it's poisonous. He's being fucking 100% like candid. It is poisonous as fuck. Do not break open Mercury fucking uh, thermometers. Didn't they prove that it helped drive people mad? Well, yeah. It it's has a lot of progressive branding, uh, brain damage every time you, you get any con contact with it. Yeah. But also, it can cause, like, specifically multiple sclerosis. So, like, that's one of, like, in a, a friend of mine that I used to work with said that he used to break open thermometers and, like, play with the mercury before he understood that was not something you should ever do, and he has MS. And it's like... You know, when they tell you not to do something, you should really... They, they show you should really tell you why. Exactly. <laughs> I used to stare at the sun, and I wear glasses now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just thought it looked cool. The life-giving sun. <laughs> it is warm. <laughs> so Don't stick things in light sockets. It'll shock the shit out of you. Huh. Yeah, where were you when I was five? <laughs> 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 
So anyway, God all this damn. all this stuff comes together uh, at one, during this is another crazy night. Yeah, I think all of this, all like of that the, that we get to see of his adulthood, the was pharmacist like date, three days, the pharmacist date, the wrestler date, Alma showing up, all happens at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> the wrestler is killed and buried, and then immediately Alma shows up. She's like, "This is after his I'm big freakout because I'm he sees all the uh, white painted corpses." And uh, he goes back in, and it seems like his his delusion is continuing. And he's like, "No, I can prove that I'm real. I'm doing the thing. I've got my face painted the correct way." <laughs> and basically, she leads him through. Hey, this is a dummy. There are no clowns here. Your your little friend, he is gone too. Yeah, and I mean, he's like struggling to not murder her because that's what his, uh, you know, mom is telling him to do in his imagination. And once he like once he overcomes the need to like stab the fuck out of her with a million knives, the urge to kill. That's when he's finally able to be like, okay, so this is reality. This is reality. This is not. This is not. This is not. Meanwhile, uh, the original date shows up. She's just Inter- like, just enters hey, the house. Doing? Very rude. <laughs> and sees some of this murder stuff going on. It's like, hey, I'm going to go call the police. Well, also he hucked a knife at her like fucking. That's what Chad I was, knife hooker yeah, indeed. Yeah, because she walked into his house. I don't get knife hooker too. <laughs> you guys remember Chad knife hooker? Sometimes we just gotta huck a knife. So, so all the uh, delusions fade away, and he he is very happy to go with the police. And he has control <laughs> of his arms again. Yeah, she peels off his press-on nails. They set fire to the dummy, which was his mom's like the dummy slash house, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, eventually, <laughs> if I'm it's assuming. in the middle of the fucking room, the... well, they're, yeah, they're like, put your hands up, but also run out of the way because you're about to get killed by this collapsing house. Nobody lives there. Yeah, fuck. Let it, it burn. <laughs> Yolo baggins. So that's it. Santa Sangre. It's pretty Bi- much Bible just... verse. Don't remember something about hands. Mexican psycho <laughs> with a fuckload of weird circus shit. Glued on. But, I would also say... Would you say it's the Psycho Circus? <laughs> it's Kiss's Psycho Circus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that it's definitely more interesting than Psycho, although Psycho obviously has some things over this movie. I would say this one is a funner watch. Well, No, no offense know, against Psycho. Very amazing movie. How is it? How many, is it like 10... Much older. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, this is 89. I was thinking... Psycho was like 1960. Yeah, I mean, if Psycho had been made in 1989... Yeah, this is like almost 30 years older. It probably would have been exactly as good. Like, entertainment-wise. There's just so much more going on You would have got to see Norman Bates jack off like he did in that that shot-for-shot remake, except for the jack-off. And the fucking remake... kill myself and everybody knows that's what we're here for to see norman bates jack off also you guys know i have to open the show with psycho circus now right (laughs) i mean yeah at least it's not fucking great i'm sure people will keep listening after that yeah yeah we definitely won't lose like 16 subscribes after that listen everybody knows that 1998 kiss is the best kiss el topo (laughs) anyways so, um, according, we're going to read you the IMDb for this because, <laughs> to be honest, I don't know that I could sum this up in any kind of reasonable way. So, a mysterious black-clad gunfighter wanders a mystical western landscape encountering multiple bizarre characters. Not incorrect, but that is not a plot. <laughs> there really, 
It's too hard to explain the actual plot. The only way I, mean, if you can, I get... can explain it is Gunslinger Jesus. Or, I mean, really, that's that's all I got. Have you ever seen the trailer for El Topo? I thought you were going to say for Gunslinger Jesus. I was no. like, fuck! Uh, <laughs> Phil, no, I haven't. I'm going to need you to stop saying Gunslinger Jesus. I can only become so erect. Because Jesus' dick is getting so hard it's exploding through his pants. Well, it's a it's very long, a long portion of saying El Topo is not a religious movie. It is not something else. It's just like... It's yeah, so it's many... definitely not religious at all. There definitely isn't. I am. See, he literally says, I am God. After he, gets he fucking. Right after he says, it's not a religious movie, he says, I am God. <laughs> so it's all whole, it's a whole bunch of what it isn't. And it never tells you anything about what it actually is. Well, I, I think that's very telling that, of, of anybody trying to say how, what this even is. Because it's basically two short movies. Yeah. Well, two one hour movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, though, like. It's it's only at like the it's like the one hour and twenty five one hour and thirty minute mark whenever, like what I would have ended the movie as when he gets stigmated with bullets, stigmated oh. is that a word? Not a word. Probably. I don't think you're supposed to use it as a verb, but <laughs> I, I mean he gets is, he gets stigmatized. That is exactly what yeah happens. he has an astigmatism. Okay, the first half of the movie is he gets the quest to kill the four legendary gunslingers. Yep, and thus become the master or. Four master gunslingers and become the master gunslinger. Yeah. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. There's also a fuckload of children dicks we need to look at first. It's one kid. Yeah. This is his. Many scenes. Many scenes. Yes, it's one dick repeatedly on screen. This is his son. In fact, we missed a whole bunch of his sons in the last movie. <laughs> no, yeah, we. I mean. There are like four of them. <laughs> Phoenix, the main actor. Both Phoenixes. Yeah. And one of the pimps. <laughs> the, well, Father the Joel Odorowski had many sons, <laughs> and, and uh, all this one their actually dicks has... were on film. It's still, it's weird. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. weird. It is. So you, you said that like it's two one-hour movies. That's accurate. I would have said it's a movie in three parts because the part prior to him going on the spiritual quest seems very disjointed from the rest, and then the end part. Well, yeah. you're you're seeing the build up to why he would be. Coerced into uh, going on this quest. Yes, it's God. It's so fucking weird. Okay, so <laughs> starts off just right out of the gate. Our man in black is showing our man in no clothes, our boy in no clothes, how to become a man, and that means you have to bury a teddy bear and a picture of your mom. So he buries the teddy bear. He just crams a picture of his mom like just into the sand, and then <laughs> well, he's still naked. I guess he still doesn't get any clothes. I don't know what it is. Like, what can he not? It can't be comfortable to ride around bare ass naked on a fucking horse as a child. It's a symbol of innocence. It, In the exactly. desert, <laughs> just sand going up your asshole. Either way, the kid's too old. What's... The kid's six years old. You're too old to be just running around, balls out, <laughs> dick out, with your dong flapping. Yeah. I, I also I agree. Unrelated to this, I don't like the fact that I said it was a symbol of innocence, and then Dehart was like, exactly, and the fact that for a brief moment we were on the exact same brain. There's no other reason why. I know, but I'm just saying, it just (laughs) feels real weird. I don't disagree that that's what it is. That doesn't mean I want to see it. But in any case, get ready, because there's 25 more minutes of baby dicks coming right for you. (laughs) 
this isn't sexualized at all. No, so, it's not. I mean, not. it's not like, no one's going to end up on a watch list. No, <laughs> I, I know. I mean, it, <laughs> I was only joking about that. It's obviously a legitimate movie. Very much everyone is aware of. Yeah, the picture is on IMDb, for Christ's sake. For El Topo's like, sake. The movie poster <laughs> very much highlights the fact that it's a little kid totally naked on the back of a horse. Like, that is like the whole picture on the back. Or on the horse. On the, on the cover. We see some... <laughs> also on the cover, it shows the, the kid with the white hat and the uh, father with the black hat, which is another Western trope, so... Yeah. White hat, good guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, he gets to this area, these three, uh, dudes just... I guess they're just losing their mind with boredom. They're like... They're like tracing out a picture of a woman in beans and then eating out the vagina of it. They've murdered an entire village. These are crazy people. They're, yeah, they're fully crazy. Well, they are, haven't yet murdered the whole village, but they've murdered a fuckload think, of a village. I think that's a different village. <sighs> a whole other village? Yes. Jesus. Because they're like, they're, first he meets three bandits, you know, in this village with a river of blood going down the street. <laughs> oh my god, the fucking... That, and, like, and the dead horses everywhere. Horses and shit. And goats. Those look real. Were those real horses? Fuck, I, fuck if I know. I wouldn't be surprised. They could have been, though, right? They could be. I'm going to just tell you right now, I don't know which of these animals were murdered for the movie, which ones they bought already murdered, but I can tell you 100% for sure, later, a crow gets fucking shot on film. Because there's no way they're doing like... That, that would be the most perfectly pulled off special effect of all time, if that's fake. Because it is... It looks real as hell. Yeah. I don't know how Speaking they would have done of crows, it. Speaking of crows, speaking of crows, I know I mentioned this to one of you guys. I don't remember which one, but like specifically these first two scenes where he's kind of walking through this dead town. Like I was so distracted by the background noise of just crows going ah, 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 Dude, for like however long that was. The dead. Yeah, <laughs> I know it that. Doesn't bother me at all. But it's just the same fucking clip over, and then the next scene, it's just goats. And it brought back some straight, like, sorceress PTSD. <laughs> so glad I didn't have to watch that movie. <laughs> I don't care what they say. It wasn't as good as... It was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to... It's pretty poor. I pretty much have to agree with you. Okay, so... they get, He gets to a point where... First, you know, he kills the three dudes that they encounter because they try to draw on him. Like, first they're, like, riding around him and, like, pulling on his beard and, like, smacking the child and, like... Just being crazy. And he's like, do whatever you're going to do. If you try to draw on me, you're dead as fuck. The first one of these dudes we see, he's just like, he's sitting on like this hilltop with a mountain. Sucking on shoes! With a mountain of high heel shoes. Yeah, so weird. This is fucking, it's fucking weird. I just don't don't understand. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess if you're the kind of dude who gets off on murdering a whole town, sucking on shoes is pretty normal. To be honest. There are no more toes to suck. (laughs) I've already sucked every toe in this whole town. This guy's got a mad foot fetish. He's the anti-Ethan. I can't say for for certainty just because of how everything else in this, but considering that his journey through the desert to fight the gunslingers is like blatantly spiritual and obviously religious, I think a lot of the sections prior to this is supposed to be some sort of like representation of like mortal desires or something along those lines of just like how hedonistic humans actually are I say, or just like religiouslessness yeah like this is what it looks like when people are just being animals versus being tamed by religious uh when you, you know, fast doctrine. forward to the second village 
right, where the general is, is and he's still got, even, they still have prisoners there, which they just walk around shooting randomly. Yeah, totally at random. At the second village, whenever all the creeps are like feeling up on the woman, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All the noises they're making is seriously like all the like fake gross creep noises that we all make all the time. Like, we're always like, hey, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is where we learned them. <laughs> well, I like, learned it from watching El Topo, okay? Well, it's like I said before we started recording, at one point, like, there's, like, they see an actual woman, because most of the, like, women, I, I put that in quotations there, are just, because this is, a, like, a monastery kind of thing. <laughs> it's the the people who live there, like, the, the, the monks who they've just put in dresses and they're treating as women. But their actual leader has an actual woman there. And as soon as she, like, walks out, all four of these bandits just pick up these large iguanas and just put them between their legs. They're just, yeah! <laughs> and it's just like, that's their penis. Like, I guarantee you the original cut of that was that they just got their dicks out. I have, I have lost track of the number of things I've seen Steven pick up at the Peddler's Ball <laughs> and done this exact thing with. Yeah, this is known as Rosenberging. Remember the giant crayon? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> Every single time, Brandy's just like, could you not? <laughs> the giant crayon is really one of the worst ones because it's, it's a huge, like, piggy bank, and it has, like, a dick hole slot at the end of it. <laughs> so it's like, there's nothing not dick about this. It's a penis extension. Yeah. Just call it the red rocket. So El Topo shows up here. Yep. He, uh... Ends up blasting everybody. He fucking makes a, a blast. <laughs> he doesn't just blast these people. He makes a fucking mockery of them. Yes. Well, yeah, because they're all just they amateurs are. by compared to him. Fucking amateurs, man. The fucking choir boys. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. Get it? Because religion? Yeah. <laughs> Some of these dudes might have actually been choir boys before they're being ridden around by these Mexican guys and like having their asses slapped by cactuses and all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> that yep. was just ridiculous. They were having a race. On these monks, yeah, and uh, slapping them in the ass with cactuses and like just cutting them all to pieces. It's like, what the fucking fuck am I watching here? It goes on for so long, and like after, making out with them and dancing with them and shit. So after his final duel with the general, biting their chins. <laughs> anyway, yeah, any sort of subtext there there was to this becomes very blatant it's here. Very for much two, text. for two reasons. One is after he has his duel with the general and like. Seemingly, the surviving bandits have kind of like switched over to El Topo's side. Well, like, mostly just so that they don't get their dicks cut off. For, for understandable, El Topo just kind of is just like put him down on the ground, and then he gets a knife and makes a declaration, "I am God," and then castrates this guy. Yeah, cut off your Johnson. And of course, if he doesn't have a dick, very much like uh, Goro or whatever his name was from the last movie, Orgo. Orgo. If he doesn't have a dick, doesn't want to live. Just fucking blows his brains out. Do you want to live without dick? I mean, I he's mean, probably gonna. Bleed I might think about it for more than twelve seconds. <laughs> what, what's the acid guy's not? <laughs> Orgo's not gonna have. He's not gonna bleed to death. Like, no, he he may have lived. This guy definitely would have bled out. Yeah, most likely. I mean, animals get castrated all the time, and they don't necessarily bleed out. But he was going to probably. I don't think Hel Topo did a a terribly surgical job with this. Uh, <laughs> Castration. <laughs> no, so now, since he can only have one party member, so long, 
So long, he should have kissed that boy in the face. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, Go he, wear a robe, you asshole. He, he takes takes the woman the the uh, general is keeping. And I forget exactly what he says to his son. It's something like, trust no one to destroy me or something along those lines. He, he gives him some sort of cryptic advice that basically just amounts to humans are scum. Uh, and yeah. then kicks his son in the face. <laughs> I assume this is his son. Is this definitely his this son? Is, this is both the actor's son, because the actor is... Well, no, I meant in the movie. And in the yes. movie, it is his okay. son. Well, I didn't know what they were trying to do here, because by the end... Of the uh, by the very end of El Topo, the movie we're watching or we're talking about, I'm sitting there thinking. So is this supposed to be like just a continuous circular thing where it's just like going to, like yeah. what well, we saw I would at the think, beginning was actually the end. I would think that uh, the son of El Topo may have had his awakening earlier. <laughs> well, yeah, got kicked his, in the face. Well, he got to see the <laughs> slaughter of the innocents. Yeah, his so name is speak, Hijo, and, uh, by the way. Huh? His name is Hijo. You mean Eho? Is he Eho? Okay, Eho just yeah. means child. Boy. Yeah, boy child. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway. It's so, a uh, pretty sweet name for a naked child boy. He picks up her, and then uh, that's when he gets a quest. And here we meet guys that are pretty clearly not one not one to one mapped to other, other religions, but there's some real similarities. <laughs> yeah, so at first he doesn't, like, at very first she's like, take me with you, here's my boobs. And he's like, fuck off, bitch. And she's like, no, but please. And he's like, oh, okay, fuck you, and kicks his son in the face. <laughs> and then it, you think, okay, well, now, you know, he's taking her with her. And then five seconds later, she's like, how do you make, you know, I can't make these eggs appear from between your legs or make water come out of a fucking rock. And he's like, okay, well, guess what's going to happen now? I'm going to whip your ass and rip your clothes off of you. And then you'll be able to do those things. Putting magic to her. <laughs> I guess. Real hard. <laughs> There was a really cool scene right here where she's, like, learning how to pull eggs out of the desert where she's laying, like, having had her clothes ripped off, like, just on hot sand, and then suddenly she's just in the middle of water, and then suddenly she's back onto the sand again, and I guess that's the magic going into her. But, uh, so now she knows how to pull ping pong balls out from between his legs, and these were literally ping pong balls. <laughs> this is the worst prop in either of these movies. It's just quite literally smashed ping pong balls. Every, anybody that's ever played ping pong knows exactly what they look like because this is what happens every single time. Yeah, so here's the deal with the uh, the gunslinger masters. They're all non-violent. Right. Except for kind that one. Of. Well, the second one kicks his ass a little bit after he's already lost the duel. <laughs> right. Just to, you know, teach him a lesson, I guess. Mm -hmm. But he's like imparting wisdom on him this entire time. And that's pretty much the entirety of this. It's like he never wins a fair fight. First guy, uh, it, he drops into a punji pit, <laughs> and then shoots him in the head. Yeah, it's it's. It kills be... his helpers too. Oh yeah, fuck those helpers. It, it seems master like a master blaster. blaster. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's a guy without arms and a guy without legs. Just. I don't think that's what master blaster was. I think. Well, no, but that's what blaster this version was just like dumb. And yeah. master was like riding. I'm, I'm on saying shoulder. this version. Right. Yeah. It's two guys that need him together. <laughs> right. The the Again, way the... with the no arms having someone else's arms. Theme. Well, I think a lot. Back in more un PC times, people with deformities would end up in circuses, so we probably knew them from there. That makes sense. <laughs> the way that I kind of took this whole like spiritual journey is it's supposed to be like it. It's supposed to be like his like journey of becoming enlightened through learning different teachers, learning from different teachers, 
but then also like his and then com- murdering them. His complete failure to grasp what their lessons actually were. Well, I don't think he. I he gets a little more each time. Yeah. It's but like also, by, he's by like, the last I one, I'm still trying to win the game though. Well, no, the last one kills himself. It's like, wait, you don't understand. My work, my life isn't doesn't mean anything. And he just shoots himself. Yep. Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, well, finally, he's like, oh, it's like I now, get it. now he is the master gunslinger, and he's been double crossed by one of the, the this guide they picked up on along the way. Yep. And uh, they shoot him like a ton of times, and it, it, he they think that he's dead, and they ride off. They shoot him in the pattern of the stigmata. That's important. Well, and also they shoot him so hard his boots fly off because he's wearing <laughs> boots, and then they're just gone. <laughs> I yeah. want to see the scene where he like sits down and like takes the time to take those giant fucking boots off. Because it's not easy to take off boots. I don't know if you ever... It's like, they go like almost up to your fucking knees if you're in the western style ones. And it's like, it's wrestle match to get those fuck Those crazy... I mean, then they're leather and you're all sweaty and you're probably not wearing socks. This guy's not, anyway. <laughs> and uh, this so, takes us to the... Uh, this leads us into the second movie. <laughs> where, uh... Right, this is the part where I would have been like, this is probably enough. Wait, run time. Well, <laughs> it, it isn't, just because <laughs> you gotta stick with it. Yeah, so <laughs> he he is found by... I just meant, like, not, not that this is where the story should have ended. I just mean, like, maybe eliminate one of the four fucking gunslingers. Make it three. Yeah. Holy Trinity. We could just chop off 15 minutes of movie and not have to watch two hours worth of this mind-boggling nonsense. I mean, it's, again, it's awesome, and I've never seen anything like this, but goddamn, two fucking hours? And also the crazy sounds, like Steven said, just, well, here's 25 minutes of goats. (laughs) Meh. Oh, you would not have made it through Sorceress. Yes, I would. So, uh, there's a village of either deformed or uh, very seriously disabled people. Mm. In, in, uh, the, in the context they of the movie, explain it, they're, they're living they're... in a cave where it takes like two days to for like one person to get out. Yeah, and they manage to drag his ass down here, and he awakens like a very long time later as we... a kind of a spiritual leader. <laughs> I was just gonna ask you guys, and this is more for Cheats and Phil than it is Dehart, but this part specifically reminded me of this. But do you guys think that El Topo was an inspiration for Stephen King's The Gunslinger? There's so many connections if you think about it. Like, first of all, just the look of Roland, the fact that he's traveling with a small boy through the desert, the massacres in the town, they go and find the mutants in the in the town. I mean, they're both very much just very inspired by Western tropes. It's almost hard to say if but, he's specifically inspired by this. And also, I think he started writing it before this movie came he out. He started no. writing it, I think, in this 70... Like, this came in out in 70. 70. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I think was, he, yeah, I it was the, the same year. The dates mixed in my head. I think I think he started writing it the same year this came out. Actually, I, I think that so makes then, a lot of sense just based on the. I think timeline wise, it makes sense because of uh, that was his big drug period. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely watched El Topo. Yeah, this seems like a movie that Stephen King would fucking love too. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Is like I without I can't say for certain. Because I don't think Stephen King's ever said anything about El Topo. But on, on the other hand, if I could... Tweet I'll, him and ask him. <laughs> I know. On the other hand, if like Stephen King tomorrow was just like, yeah, I liked El Topo, and I was kind of the start of the gunslinger, I would just be like, fucking called it! It's like that kind of thing. Like, I mean, you he's you, never been like... 
It's not like he's ever been afraid to say what his inspirations are, though, and I don't think yeah. he's ever said that. Yeah. Like, any time they talk about it. As far as, like, your point, Steven, yeah, I mean, I can 100% see it. Specifically with the mutants. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of the other stuff is the is the tropey <laughs> western stuff, but the mutants are kind of weird in both of them. It's a little mean to call them mutants, considering well, they're, like, they, they not, are mutants. They're, they're not made up to look that way. This is just how they look. Technically, some are mutated. Or have genetic mutations. Well, it's... I don't think mutants is what we should be calling it. <laughs> it's not very polite to call humans mutants, but you know what I'm saying here. You get the idea. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> it's a Mutants is just short for a mutated person. It's more the context, that being said, the context in the movie. Is, they can call themselves mutants. <laughs> <laughs> That's their word. The M word. That's their word. The M word. <laughs> No, I said muta. Oh, Steven. <laughs> Steven. That's bad. What are you trying to say? But, so, <laughs> it's like he's he's been dragged into this cave, and it's like he's been, like, meditating between, like, life and death for, like, 20 years, and apparently they've based their religion off the stuff he's whispering. And there's also, like, like this, and also, like, his journey with the Four Masters is also, like, feels very comparable to, like, Kung Fu stories. Of just, like, you have to go and meet with the four masters and try to defeat it, them. It makes perfect... This could totally be a kung fu movie because if you're a ma- if you're at master level and you end up in a fight, you've already failed. Yeah. Because you're supposed to avoid conflict. Right. <laughs> yeah, and also just, like, without the guns, it is a kung fu movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, the, it's, there's just no difference. Like, just take that out, kung fu. Okay, so, uh, him and, uh... One woman, uh, I think she's like three foot tall or something like that. They go out and they they uh, they break out the Jodorowsky clowning routine. Yep. And they're trying to earn money Which, slash dig enough daily. I don't know what the earning money is I, for unless they're just starving. The uh, money trying is for to buy dynamite. dynamite. Well, I've never seen them use dynamite. They use it like I I know at least two times. Like Maybe, almost yeah. right at the end. Yeah, that's the very last I, blast. I mean, I didn't even know that, like, I guess I just didn't understand that they were blasting because it seemed like they were still in there when the blast went off. <laughs> I thought they were having, like, a minor cave-in. Like, that, I mean, that was just my interpretation. I didn't understand that you would set off an explosion while you're still in the fucking cave. And they come running out like, oh, fuck! We fucked up! Yeah, but they're also doing this in this town that I, I think is supposed to be, like, Oh, Maybe. there's some pretty heavy stuff in this <laughs> town. Oh, yeah. I mean, this the, the town... like The town is fucked to hell. The town <laughs> yeah. the town church, and well, there's posters for it all over, the, all over the place. It's the all-seeing eye of Horus. <laughs> yeah, it's straight-up Illuminati shit. It's supposed to be, again, I think is related to people's... Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to word this. Like religious viewpoints of like regular culture of like media and again like hedonistic viewpoints and things i think the town is supposed to be like some sort of weird representation of like his version of sodom and gomorrah well to me i was thinking more along the lines of money because that's on our dollar bill and uh these people have no morals outside of this church which if it's money it's nothing (laughs) so uh yeah, there's a lot of shenanigans here. There's a Sunny slave Otoko. auction. Yeah, there's a slave auction. There's, there's people being branded. There's some people getting lynched and just shot in the street. And 
all kind like people being like rodeoed around, literally like hogtied and fucking that old routine. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows. Pretty much, if there's a fucked up thing that could happen to somebody, it's happening in this town. <laughs> we find out raped. that uh, son of El Topo is here. He's a monk because he was left with the monks. Okay, so there's this ceremony going on where they're doing like a. It's kind of like the snake hanging only, only with a gun. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's just we Russian have, roulette, but we, not in Russia. If we uh, have faith, we're not going to get hit by these bullets. So, uh, you know, Russian roulette led around. It gets back to Son of El Topo. He's he, like, this he's bullet like, is bullshit. Hey, I'm putting in my own real bullet. Because the guy, the, the priest fills him in, like, at the very beginning. It's like, don't worry, it's a fake bullet. <laughs> And, uh, like, they would literally never be able to shoot themselves no matter what. It's like, guess what? Yeah, huh? Well, it's like, well, you know what? I believe. So I'm going to do it. And then it's like, as soon as he does it... It's Everybody's like, like, yeah, me too! Well, no, a five-year-old's like, yanks it out of well, his like, hand. No, it's like two more people do it. And it's like... Yeah, they do. Like, two or three more people are like, miracle, miracle. Yeah, and then the little boy does it, and it blows his fucking head off. And it's like... And thus ends the religion of the town. Right. <laughs> Doyle. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, he's taken down like all the stuff from the church. The, uh, all the all-seeing eyes. And he just regular crosses now again. And he meets up with his long-lost father. Who uh, he realizes now has a good quest. So it's like, as soon as you're done digging these people out of this hellish cave town. I'm going to kill you. And uh, it's like, well, I gotta, we could dig a lot faster if you'd help. And uh, also and if you would, beg. Yes. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. More so, of this shit. More clowning. <laughs> it's like they're wanting to warp my mind into a pretzel. It's like, I am sick of seeing the clowning. But from this point, I hate you it. can skip right to the very end. It's like, yeah. Uh, they free the town, well, the underground town of, of uh, mutants. They're in your like two work. inches away from the, freeing the town when the son's like, I'm sick of this. I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> Let's go outside <laughs> and have our duel. It's like, okay, well, and well... They've just blasted through, so and it's like he didn't get the chance to warn them about how bad the town was. So while they're out there arguing, they 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 escape the cave. They're like, "Yay, we did it!" Well, and they yeah. run down to the town, and they just thing is though the, they knew how bad the town was. They literally said at Jump Street when they woke him up inside the cave. Yeah, putting but lipstick on I guess they shit. didn't know that they were going to be shot on sight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they knew that they couldn't count on them for any kind of help. They literally said that. Yeah, but, you like know. they had tried. There's a failed. difference between not helping someone and shooting them in the Straight face. Straight murdering. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like a hundred of them just swarming into town. Yeah. They shoot each other. Like, they shoot their children with fucking real guns. They're like, here, just take this gun. Do Russian roulette. Okay, so, uh, they managed to come to, well, El Topo and Son of El Topo, they uh, managed to come to terms basically right before they all burst out of the uh the mouth opening of the cave and uh it's like i can't kill you you're my master <sighs> so he's like come to peace with this terrible man who's somehow become a much better man although he's still not still not great i mean he's this is pretty good that he's freed the town pretty bad that he let them all die <laughs> yeah you win some you lose some so he runs into town <laughs> yeah, you know, strikes and gutters. <laughs> uh, and he's riddled with bullets, but he's one of the master gunslingers. Yeah. Bullets can pass right through him. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think um, this scene very much 
uh, reminded me of V for Vendetta whenever he gets shot like 70 times at the end and like they're all out of like out of ammo and he's just like well I'm not dead yet and all of you fucking are and so he just kills every fucking one of them everybody who doesn't like uh just run flee. the fuck away yeah. this town is has no population yeah. at the end of this movie it's El Ghost Town <laughs> which is Spanish for the ghost town <laughs> oh yeah we kind of forgot to mention that uh they paid him ha- to have sex with his girlfriend. In well, they weren't. Of... She wasn't his girlfriend at the time. They were. Just yeah, but like afterwards. Each other out. Yeah. Yes, it was all. That's when they were. They made it official. They're like, well, <laughs> we fucked now. We can either. Also, she's pregnant. Let with it like be weird. A, the uh, grandson of El Topo. Well, I guess it's still his no, son. It's... <laughs> Sorry, I got confused because of the way the movie ends. <laughs> where basically she has taken the. His child spot, and uh, he El is now Topolito. he is now God. <laughs> yeah. He's now the master gunslinger. Yeah, and uh, having he's gonna st- raise his brother and hang out with you know, presumably whoever's left on this fucking hell planet. All right, so that's the end of the movie. What is the interpretation? Just go around. I I, mean, I, I have two possible different ones. <laughs> You know, it's, like, layered in just a bunch of shit. Like, it's, like, a ton of religion. Like, if you don't know anything about uh, Catholicism, the ton of this shit's just gonna fly right the fuck over your head. Okay, so, that's one. It's a Old Testament to New Testament. Yeah. Old God, kind of bad. Shitty. Yeah. Real asshole. He got better, but, you know, it's time for the sun to take the place. Because <laughs> yeah. he's used, outlived his usefulness. Mm-hmm. You know? That makes sense. Very again, and, like and if you don't know shit about Catholicism, you're not going to get any. Also, of that. also it could just be like the younger you are, the worse you are, and by the time you're any goddamn good, you're dead. Too old and dead for it to matter. <laughs> you're of no use to anyone. <laughs> by the time you're worth a shit. The alternative title, of course, was just bleak shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. It's just it is just bleak. Uh, any spot. any others? You're just gonna leave it all on me. Uh, I kind of put <laughs> put my thoughts to it along the way. It, it's I took it more as just about the journey of this guy's enlightenment. What about the uh, article where it's just uh, <laughs> it's just Gen Xers shitting all over baby boomers? <laughs> I mean, that, <laughs> I guess I've got nothing to say to that. <laughs> that whole that whole thing was just somebody who's like. I don't like this, but I've got this assignment to do. <laughs> Somebody told me to watch it. Exactly. So it's like, you know, this is just like all those people. They all suck. <laughs> all, all people suck, and we're going to do it right. Just like the last people said. <laughs> the last generation said they that. All say. Yeah, everything. It's exhausting it's, watching people be so predictable. Humanity is just a race to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> to flush ourselves. Yes. <laughs> And to flush the evil within us. So that is the hope. Yeah. <laughs> that's just what Christianity is. It's just like that stuff coming out of you is concentrated evil. <laughs> that was the Family Guy explanation. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's just it starts off. It's like you're, you know, he's clearly the main character and supposed to be like the good guy of the movie. He even like rescues a town. From a crew of people, but turns out 
He's no better than anybody. Like, he's just an asshole. He's, yeah, he's just another asshole it, who oh, slowly it's, evolves. It's yeah. not even he's no better than anybody. He's actively worse than than regular people. He has to be shot, like, a thousand times and then become... He's no fucking, better than the villains, is what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and become powder in a cave. That was the part of it that, like... I was like, I just don't understand why they did this. Like, his hair is, like, bleach blonde. Like, bleach it until it's fucking white. Blonde looks ridiculous. Yeah. Did they just not have the ability to make it white? And his beard was blonde too, right? Yeah, it looked fucking stupid. I think it's supposed to be white with like a little uh, pissy kind of dirt, you know. But it isn't. (laughs) It's not white. It's literally yellow. Like you bleached it. Maybe he evolved (laughs) into a Super Saiyan while he was in this thousand year trance. (laughs) thousand years. A thousand! (laughs) And I want you to hit yourself right now. Do it! It's so relevant. It totally is. (laughs) Fucking Catholicism, man. The thing is, though, I don't know that much. He's the Goku we deserve. (laughs) Exactly. He's not the Goku the city needs. Damn. You interpret it like that, I kind of like it. I'm down with the blonde hair. Yeah, to be honest, like, there were, you know, a couple parts of it that I just thought went too long. The quest... That's, like, all I have to say, complaint-wise. Like, him killing the gunslingers just took forever. And it's like, we gotta move on here. We yeah, get it. Plus, once you get the idea, it's like, hey, these guys aren't really fighting back that much. Or at all. Yes, or at all. <laughs> In some cases. <laughs> like, the one dude, which we didn't even discuss, the guy that had, like, the bunny ranch. Yeah. It's like, he's, his gun literally would only shoot one time. And I guess he had like a, uh, he had some sort of, you know, Back to the Future 3 heart blocking chest shield on, which they never really show. Yeah. But I assume he just still stole the copper thing from the other, from the guy who just got done killing. He stole the copper cup and he put it in the shield. Yeah. Yeah. Which definitely, definitely would not stop a bullet. Just FYI. Magic bullet. Mm. <laughs> it might stop that bullet, but it's not gonna keep your uh, your ribs from cracking under the impact. Well, no, obviously this guy doesn't give a fuck about getting his ribs cracked. But the f- fucking copper that's been hammered flat into a plate would just not even the bullet would not even acknowledge that it was there. It might be deflected slightly, but it would definitely still go into your chest. But either way, um, yeah, they could have ended that one person earlier, and I would have been way more on board. Like just eliminate the bunny guy. And I'm down. Because yeah, they I, can't eliminate the lion guy. That guy was had a lion. You need the first guy. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, need the lion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the first guy's guy great. You see his power adopted into El Topo at the end when exactly. the bullets are able to pass straight through him exactly. without harming him. So just cut the bunny I mean, dude. they still make holes, but he doesn't yeah. suffer any from the holes. Show us a little bit less uh, hangings and fucking branding. And dick. At the town. Cut <laughs> this down to like a solid 148 or something like that. Yeah, you could easily shave 10 minutes. Just throw, like, a loincloth on the kid. <laughs> well, I mean, loincloth. I'm not gonna, like, fucking censor... If, if he thinks it's really important, we need to see a million minutes of dicks. <laughs> and plus, you know, uh, in, in many foreign lang- lands, there are, are different standards than are in America. Right, I'm not, you know... <laughs> yeah. Kids are just running around naked all the time. <laughs> they should give us Americans a no-dick guarantee if there's no dicks in the movie. Like, at the beginning of the movie. A no-dick guarantee? <laughs> Or just a heads up, you know, that way if there's not the no dick guarantee, we're like, okay, we can just go ahead and expect dicks. Rated DC-17. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
dick content. 17. <laughs> 17 or younger, not yeah. permitted. <laughs> you have to be over 18 to see these under 17 dicks. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm going to give Santa Sangre on the, I would say probably on the low end of an overwhelming surplus of diggity, and then El Topo just enough diggity. I thought El Topo could have uh, used some cuts, but that was just because it might have just because I started watching it at ten o'clock at night, and I was like, "God damn, I cannot take another child dick or another twenty-minute duel or whatever." It's like I'm just I'm done with it. But again, you get to see some serious shit in these movies, like some crazy shit. They are very memorable. Yeah, I will never forget probably any of it. <laughs> Unfortunately. Steven? I'll give uh, Santa Anta Sangre uh, light, right around the middle of Just Enough and probably El Topo at kind of the high of fair amount. There were just too many parts of El Topo where I'm like literally like, I told you Phil, I was just like literally staring at the screen and watching the movie and just like cursing my name. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like what the fuck is this? I mean you know what it is now, though. I'm talking about the way I felt while watching it. It's the intersection of art and trash. And that's fine. I just, I didn't like it as much as the other one. And that's, that's fine. I didn't, no, I didn't dislike it. I was confused by it and kind of felt awkward about it. But, um, I, I think I told you guys, like, I, I have seen this movie before, El Topo, with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember, like, being at home, and I was probably, like, early 20s, and she was just like, Oh, El Topo's on. Have you ever seen this? And I was like, no. And she's like, I love this movie. What the movie. fuck is this on? What would yeah. play this? It was on some fucking movie channel. Okay. You probably got the fucking edited version then. Well, no, because there were child dicks in it, so... No, I mean edited as in, like, they cut okay, some of it for commercials. Okay, you can't keep saying child dicks. It's a child dick <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> there were child dick scenes in it. Is that better, D-Hart? There you go. Because I do remember being like, what the fuck are we watching, Mom? <laughs> Well, Chiefs. Man, I don't like doing halvesies. Like, I don't like saying high side affair or anything like that. I would rather just be there. I I am going to do that. I knew it. Still do it. Yeah, I was going to say, every time you say you don't like to do it, you then proceed to do it. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, I'm going to put both of these in that, that, that area between just enough and a fair amount with the caveat of I don't think I want to watch El Topo again at any point. I'm strictly just not in the in the target demographic. I feel like you get, once you've seen it, you get it. Yeah, you either get it or you don't. Like <laughs> my thing is like if I, mean, if I, I feel want like to watch... a second watch is almost required because before you're just dazzled by the fucking spectacle, like of just what the fuck am I even looking at? And once you understand it, then you can pay more attention to the like individual details, like what could this mean or what could that mean. That's fair. The way you're approaching it is that it's a piece of art, and that's fine. The way I'm approaching it, especially if I read about the director, is this guy's a fucking crazy person. I want nothing to do with him. He literally is. If if I want to watch another Aww, movie, he's not a crazy person. If you if I had if I had made you watch <laughs> Holy Mountain instead of one of these, you would be pissed off just by the ending of that movie. Oh, probably. I, I I will tell you about it like after, when we're not recording because you know somebody might because we might it. spoil. <laughs> yeah, spoil it. I, as far as like, I think if I want to watch uh, something that is is like artistic and more dark and fucked up, I think that I would rather watch Mandy again, as just a, just a, that general vicinity of, of stuff. 
I respect El Topo, and I understand people like El Topo, but I'm not one of those people. Okay, Fair so uh, I'm just enough on Santa Sangre, and uh, I kind of say I, I got to be just enough on the other one, too, just because my enjoyment of it is somewhere around fair amount, but I think it's a lot it's a lot better and meatier. It's like it that, deserves if I better. Were, if I were yeah. talk, if I were talking about that, it would probably be if it was strictly the quality of it. I think it would be an overwhelming. But uh, you know, I'm splitting the difference. Well, it's hard to distinguish between the subjective feeling of something and like the actuality of how good it is. Something can be a really well made, great movie, and you're subjective feeling of it is that you don't like it well i think i like it fine but yeah so i mean like on, <laughs> i think that's that's where a fair amount belongs <laughs> how well did santa sangre translate trauma like directly in your brain like you haven't been having to watch your parents fuck or see them murder each other but you can almost kind of almost understand what it might be like and that is like insanely good movie making as far as i'm concerned yeah and, uh, I mean, even even if he did become a golem as a result. <laughs> <laughs> Literally chewing on a fish. I want to know about some of these special effects. Like, that's, that's like, the big question There's I have. There's no way he did not just eat a whole fish like that. I bet he did. It's what it fucking looked like. It was the most perfect special he, effect he made, ever if it was He wasn't. made, I, I don't remember if it was that son or the one from, uh, El Topo, the older one from El Topo. He made him learn Kung Fu for ten years while he was working on the Dune adaptation that never happened. <laughs> yeah, so he ate a fish. <laughs> <laughs> you got any feedback? Uh, no, actually, we don't this week, and it's probably because Cheat said we were bad last week. Yeah, everyone everyone agreed with you. It's like, oh, unsubscribe. They are bad. Fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> I believe my uh, definition of us being bad in our group chat was we don't have tens of thousands of people listening, and then... No one say anything except Steven. And tens was... of thousands? I don't think there's a podcast hardly with tens of thousands. Uh, oh, the big ones. Yeah. Like six or seven. Mark Marin. <laughs> that bastard. We're going to knock him out visually. <laughs> hey, as a famous... It, none, of, none of this matters, Cheats, because I cut that part out of the podcast. Anyway. Oh, well, why are we talking about it now? Then? <laughs> yeah, look at you, Steven, just referencing shit, shit about that. You're just going to have to fucking cut this now. Because well, otherwise it's a reference that isn't there. As a great prophet... I gave up on life a long time ago, Philip. As care. a great prophet once said, <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. So, Yeah, that's true. We are last in that case. Alright guys, if you want to tell your friends about us, they can find us on Spotify, on iTunes, on TuneIn, and other places that you get podcasts. Uh, you can also find us on UnitedCypher.com where you can check out some other current podcasts we have going, like the Music Video Countdown and the Curly Mustache Podcast. Uh, if you want to check out some podcasts that we've done in the past, you can check out Talks Over Games, The Anime Alphabet, or Fallout Forecast. Just want to take a second to plug a couple podcasts that we listen to. Check out Nerdonomy, um, The Whiskey Reel, check out Sean vs. Wild, check out Sorry to Waste Your Time, and Code Yellow, a Scare Actors podcast. If you want to hit us up with some feedback, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle on Instagram is Motion Picture Meltdown. Our handle on Twitter is at MPM Podcast. And with that being said, I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Ross Rosenberg. Bill to kill Collins. Santa Cheat say. Andy Hart. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>